This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. I am Hans. And I am Franz, and we, we just, just want to pop you off. Welcome to Health and Wellness Wednesdays on Rush to Reason. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I used to grab bear claws as a kid, two at a time, and I'd get them launched right in this region here. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I'm sorry that I'm fat. All right, welcome to Health and Wellness Wednesday, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thank you for joining us. I always appreciate it, and I hope you guys learn things on these days as much as I do. A lot going on today, but first off, the question of the day yesterday, how many paid days off or holidays are recognized by the U.S. federal government? The answer is 11. Of course, New Year's, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, June June 13th or Juneteenth, I should say, which is June 19th, Independence Day, Labor Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, and of course, last but not least, for now anyways, Christmas Day. Kind of always wonder how long that one's going to last, but for now, there's 11. It's a lot, by the way. It's over two working weeks of paid holidays for the feds. And they always... We always used to say that having a government job is a cush job. That's one of your reasons why it is. For those of you that work for the federal government, thank you. I know my listeners are hard workers, so thank you for what you do. You still get a lot of time off. Today's question of the day. Answer this on the KLZ or on the RushToReason.com website, which you can also find us by going to KLZRadio.com. But this actually comes from listener Joe. What is added to make stainless steel? So what is added? To make stainless steel. I love stainless steel, by the way. I, I don't know why. I just always have. Ever since I was a kid, I just like its, I guess, its properties, how it looks, the fact you can make it dull or shiny or whatever you want to do in between. Um, I think it's an awesome metal, but one thing that is a downside to it is magnets don't stick to it. So if you have a stainless steel fridge, which, by the way, I like, you don't have all those things stuck all over it, which I also like. Charlie knows my feelings on sticky notes and things along those lines, so I'm that guy. Anyways, 
what is added to steel to make stainless steel? That is the question of the day. Answer that on the RushToReason.com website. All right, we've got a lot in store for you today. We've got uh, two guests joining us this hour. Lisa Hallett is going to join us, and she's actually going to just share her story about her husband who was killed in Afghanistan in combat, and she's got, you know, leaving her at that time uh, with three kids under the age of three, including a newborn, but she got up enough courage and did did some things that she probably didn't want to do at the time, but she met other service members for weekly runs, and she founded a nonprofit that now is in 25 states and has a mission to honor fallen service members. How does that fit into health and wellness? Because I think she will explain how she and her world got over some of the grief that comes from losing loved ones and what she has done since to encourage others. And there's a run in Colorado coming up that she's going to talk about as well. And then at the bottom of the hour, Dr. Rebecca Jackson, she's been with us before, but she is from uh, Brain Balance. And she's going to talk about brain health. And we do that from time to time. And brain health is, to my in my opinion, it's as important as any other health topic we talk about because keeping your brain healthy is very, very, very important. And there's lots of ways to do that. We'll get into that in the bottom of the, or I should always say, Charlie tells me I should instruct this. The bottom of the hour would be 3.30 for those of you that maybe are younger and don't understand those terms. Top of the hour is when it's a zero zero at the end of the number. So 3 o'clock is the top of the hour. The bottom of the hour would be the 30 mark. 3.30 would be the bottom. Yeah, with, with, with what, Charlie? Yeah, like follow the hands on the clock. Top of the hour, bottom of the hour. Top of the hour, bottom of the hour. So we, I know in this day and age, don't use hands on clocks much. Some of us still do, but a lot don't. And I realize there's probably, you could do a man on the street interview, and there's a lot of folks out there that can't read the hands on a clock anymore, which I find really sad. It's like reading cursive. You should be able to do both of those. All right. Moving right along with health and wellness. This is an article I read last week, and I stuck it in the notes for this week. This is, again, coming from, we talked about it yesterday, thehill.com, which, no, the hill is not a, as much as the left would want you to believe it's a conservative, you know, website, publication, and so on, it's not. Case in point, there's an article that came out on their website that, honestly, I believe, agree with a lot of what's in this particular article because we talk about it on a regular basis as well. There's a study now that shows almost half of fatal cancer a study shows almost half of fatal cancer cases linked to avoidable risk factors. We talk about that from time to time on our program. Sugar. You know, we Dr. Julie Gatza, we've had others join us on a regular basis talking about what sugar can do and how that is a in a lot of cases cancer causing uh, agent, I guess you could say, that we ingest, and some more than others. But there was a article that came out that looked at cancer cases from 2019 that was published in the Lancet, found that 44% of cancer deaths were were uh, what researchers refer to as risk-attributable cancer deaths. Now, this article goes on to get very left in talking about how it's all environmental-related, and if the world wasn't so populated, and we had the ability to distribute people out more, you know, you wouldn't have such bad, dire conditions to live under, and people wouldn't have as much cancer. I'm not looking at the article in that way. I'm looking at it more of the environmental side of things in what we choose to do 
as humans, especially as Americans, and what that does to contribute to cancer. Because there's things we do that do. Your environment, yes. Where we, you know, how, what we work, what we do, what we wear as protective gear or not. I mean, all these different things can have factors upon cancer. And, and again, ultimately your diet can have a big impact upon whether, whether or not we have cancer. And some would say, well, isn't it just sort of a crapshoot that, you know, one in three Americans are going to have cancer anyways? Um, you know, I'd like to be the two out of the three that don't rather than the one in three that does. And I want to do everything possible to make sure that, that, you know, that I'm not part of that statistic. I've lost family members, as you all know, to cancer. And, you know, why did they get cancer? That, those are the unknowns that most people don't know. That we do know, though, that there are risk factors involved. Tobacco use, you know, that can cause lung and oral cancer both. Chewing tobacco can cause oral cancer. Smoking cigars can cause oral cancer. I mean, I'll go down the list, folks. There's all sorts of things that can, that can cause cancers because there are many different forms of it now. And the studies also show, and we all know this because we've talked about it on this program many times, that we all have it. It's a matter of what are our current, you know, what's our body doing? What are our cells doing to fight off those cancer cells? And, and the, the more we feed those versus feeding the cancer, the better off we are. And I'm not going to get on a you know, soapbox and talk about sugar today, but you all know that sugar, especially raw or refined, not raw, but refined white sugar is the worst thing you can have, bar none. We all know that. Yet Americans still consume, I can't remember what the number of pounds is per year, but it's a lot. It is, it is a ton of pounds per year per person, and it's in most everything. And I've been, Charlie knows this, I've been doing some dieting here of late. Uh, Haley Pomeroy's uh, cleanse diet, I started that, and uh, I've got her coming on here in a couple of weeks and give her an update as to how things are going, and I will be really frank, great. It's so far a great program. Give her a little uh, attaboy right now because the program works well. I'm down about seven pounds in a little over a week. It's a 10-day cleanse. I'll be done on Friday. And then she's got, of course, a program that you do after that. And it literally cuts out all of the bad things that you should not be eating, period. And where I'm going with this is, went out last night and had a salad. I asked for no dressing, but it came with dressing. And rather than being that guy and sending it back and making him redo it, I just went ahead and ate it. Didn't have a lot of dressing on it, and it was mostly vinegar. But yet, because I haven't had anything sugar-wise for you know over a week now, what did I taste in the dressing that really had a heavy vinegar taste to it, but yet I could still taste the sugar that was in that dressing. So, folks, it's in a lot of things because it's what, especially in the world of restaurants, it's what they use to keep you coming back and make things taste great. So it literally is in everything, and if we can cut it out, it really does help us when it comes to the cancer end of things. So, all right, with that, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get our first guest going. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Again, they want to help you with all of your plumbing needs. Besides the fact, they're, they're hiring as well. Office, warehouse, and plumbers, and they've got an apprentice program as well. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Come join the High Five team. High Five Plumbing has been in business for over 10 years in Denver, Colorado, and was recently awarded Denver Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. We are a family business focused on residential service with two locations in the Denver metro 
and we're hiring. We're currently looking for plumbing technicians, installers, apprentices, customer service representatives, and dispatchers. High Five offers competitive perks with full medical benefits, including health, vision, and dental, paternity and maternity leave, unlimited time off with advance notice, and 48 hours of PTO. Strategize your career and work at High Five Plumbing. Our apprentice program will teach you and guide you to become a plumbing technician. You'll be around our best senior technicians in the industry. No matter what you apply for, High Five offers regular training and career development opportunities. Apply to be a part of the High Five Plumbing Crew and find a professional, growth-oriented community where every workday ends with a high five. Apply at HighFivePlumbing.com and click on Now Hiring. Veteran Windows and Doors, have Dave come out, look at your house, and see what he can do to either help get get things sealed up or just make your environment more livable, more a joyous, have a higher joy score. 303-529-0720. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, That veteran windows and doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at kldradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. All right, Al Smith. In fact, Al and I were talking uh, before our program today because he has his program here from 2 to 2.30. We were talking after his program just about how a lot of times people get to retirement and they have forgotten to plan on what to do once they're in retirement. What do you do with all that time? You've got things financially secure, so what do you do? each day. Those are also things Al can help you with on giving suggestions, things that other folks have done that he has met, and just, you know, giving you some purpose, if you would, when you get to that stage of your life. KLZRadio.com is how you get a hold of Al, 303-744-1128. A trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, You'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And don't forget tonight, after this, uh, after our program plays, after Rush to Reason, you can listen to the National Crawford 
roundtable. We had a nice, lively discussion this morning that you'll want to listen to this evening. And if you uh, miss any of this first hour, you can catch it via our recordings podcast, which are all on the website, RushToReason.com. Lisa Hallett joining us now, as I said earlier. Lisa, welcome to Rush to Reason. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you very much for joining us. And you know, also thanks uh, for, I know it was your husband, but really I know how families work. I had a son myself that went to Afghanistan. So thank you for, you know, your service, the service that your family, you know, what you guys did to have all that happen and sorry for your loss all at the same time. I sure appreciate that. Tomorrow is the 13th anniversary of when my husband was killed in combat. So it is uh, powerful to know that we don't remember alone and that we belong to a grateful yeah. nation. So thank you. Amen. That's great. You also, and I've talked about this a little bit earlier in, in promoting you, you know, coming on with us. You, which, you know, I, I got to hand it. I, I lost a brother a little over a year ago to cancer. Wasn't, you know, wasn't lost in combat, which I think, frankly, is even worse than what, you know, we went through because you have something that sudden we sort of knew you know, what, what the inevitable may be. Either way, it's not fun. I, I mean, I, I know what that's like, not on your level, but I know what it's like to lose someone you're very close to, and it's never fun either way. But you did something that a lot of folks don't do. You overcame that in a way that a lot of others don't do and went out and started a nonprofit to boot. You better believe it. Um, but but I didn't do it. We did it. Okay. So in 2009, our unit, our, our brigade boss, 41 soldiers oh, my in the word. community. We were wow. struggling. These were, you know, our husbands, our friends, our right, leaders, right. Um, our spouses, colleagues, and we were we were devastated. And so we began to run together. We met, we spoke the names, the guys and gals who were not coming home from that deployment, and then we took purposeful steps. And really the power was community and movement. And, um, you know, when John was killed, I was worried that he would be forgotten. Mm. But every week in these, these wear blue run to remember communities are not for profit. Um, John's name is spoken. The names of our 7,051 mm. men and women who've given their lives since September 11th, 2001 are spoken. And the power of who they are and how they lived. Um, propels you know, this wear blue community forward. That's awesome. And you, in turn, not only did that, but then went on to start running even, which, by the way, I got a hand. I'm, I'm not a runner. I never have been. It's just something I, I played football, basketball, did all that. And one of the things I always hated in all of those was running. I'm just not, I don't have that body makeup to be that, you know, runner that, you know, some people have. And I know some people have a love for it. And, you know, God love you. I'm glad you do. It's not me. But you went from running a little bit to running a lot. Yes. So, you knew, and for Wear Blue, we say run to remember, but the vehicle's movement, whether it's walking or running or the simple act of getting outside in the fresh air. But for me, you know, when John was killed, I had a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and a three-week-old baby. I can't imagine. And grief was terrifying for them. And um, for me, running was this space where I can go out and feel what I needed to feel honest and raw and then come home and be that parent that my children deserved to have. And, you know, there, there's science behind it, right? That yep. Running is healing movement, fresh air, and it helps, makes us healthy, stronger, more adaptable. Um, and then it gave me control, right? Life took my husband away from me, and we are so proud of our service and our, even our sacrifice. Um, but in running, I was in the driver's seat, and so I was able to stretch my body, push through the hard, and let John's life really inspire my steps rather than being broken by a sacrifice. 
That's great. Again, amazing story, and you know, hats off to you in doing so. You though, that went one step further into running longer distances to then doing Ironman races. Which again, I, I just I I look at those of you that do that with awe. I, literally, Lisa, I look at that and think you guys are doing things that. I mean, there's a lot of things in life I have done, I've accomplished, I've tried, and so on, but that is not one of them, and I doubt I'll ever do it, and I'm just amazed by the people that do. Oh, it's an incredible community, and and just this past weekend, I ran the Leadville 100. Yes. Uh, in the Colorado Mountains. 100 miles. <laughs> yes, my ankles can are evidence that I definitely got out there and ran 100 miles this weekend, but there is... I think incredible power in each of us finding the space um, to explore the world in, in uncluttered ways. Like, you know, every day is so busy and it's driving carpool yeah. and working yeah. on social media, raising my kids, all of the grief, joy, life, all of it. But when I went out and run 100 miles, I stripped myself of the distra- distractions that really tug at my time. And I had just this purity of thought this rawness of human connection, and we were all in the same struggle mm. um, to achieve this distance. And mm. I think in a world that we're so divided, any time that we can find literally um, you know, common footing, and it's an incredible gift on, on bridging us rather than dividing us. That's awesome. Where do you live, by the way, Lisa, if I can ask? Or what state even? You don't have to tell me exactly, but what state do you live in? <laughs> My address is, no, I live um, in the Pacific Northwest in Washington State. Okay. Um, right by Joint Base Lewis McCord, and um, I have seen how powerful where Blue Run Tree members impacted our families. And so I used 100 miles as an opportunity to raise $100,000 for programming that supports our wow. families of the uh, Awesome, awesome. Okay, one question though. As a Colorado native myself, and growing up at this altitude, and Really, I guess having lungs that are pretty much used to it and, you know, yeah, the higher up even I get, you know, the more winded you are and so on. But I look at folks that come from sea level or, you know, even just lower elevations, even two, three thousand feet and they come up here and it's just some of them. It's a huge struggle to even to even make it. So how did you being somebody that lives at sea level handle that that run that really ranges from about nine thousand to thirteen thousand feet roughly? How did how did you train for that? Um, There was. The altitude, I got out there 10 days early to help acclimate, and I think the guidance was you want to get about 16 hours a day, and every day you're there early is a 10% better chance of finishing. But regarding climbing those mountains, Colorado really owns the corner on that one. And I was able, I wasn't able to, I took my treadmill and I stacked it up on a couple of wooden planks so that I could get even higher. Ah. And I would get out there every day, and I'd just hike my little heart out on my treadmill. Okay. Okay. So you, uh, again, for, for a lot of folks, again, i got to hand it to you, because a lot of folks that come from sea level, I mean, you know what it's like, and we have marathons and different things that are run up here, and the folks that train and do better, like to your point, that you know acclimate themselves, if you would, uh, you know, tend to do better. So, you know, again, good job. I mean, that's just, just fabulous. And once again, how much did you raise doing that? Oh, my goodness. My goal is $100,000, and I am currently sitting at um, $91,127,000. Okay. So I have about about $9,000 left to go to reach my goal of raising $100,000 to support our families of the fallen. 
from youth mentorship programs for children of fallen military to building healthy support mechanisms for the families left behind. Okay, so we have listeners. They're all out there right now. Between all of them, if they would have to get after it, and folks, I'm calling on you. If you'll get after it, you can help Lisa get over that limit, by the way, or that goal, I should say. How do they do that, Lisa? You're going to visit. Get ready for this one. Wear blue. Run to remember. Okay. That's wear, like you wear the color. Yep. Wear blue. Run to remember. org. And that first link is going to tell, link you right to the journey to Leadville. And it's going to talk about what it means to run 100 miles and even more what it means and how we can very simply show up for our families of the fallen, the men and women who carry the weight of our nation's longest war. All right. We will put that link, by the way, in. I'll have it in my notes, which I just did. I went to the website to make sure that I've got the exact link. I'll put that in my notes. Producer Ann will have that up on our website a little bit later tonight for all of you that are listening. If you're driving, you don't have to remember all of that. I'll have that up on the website later. And Lisa, we'll do our best to, to see if we can't help you get over that goal. And again, just hats off to you. What, 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 a, what a great... Um, what a great way to live life. What a great testimony you have as to how to overcome adversity that comes along. And then on top of that, this is our health and wellness Wednesday. We do this, you know, for the first hour on every Wednesday, but just your overall just attitude and what you're doing to stay healthy and help others do that. And so on, just raising the awareness uh, again, hats off to you. I really appreciate what you're doing and we're going to do our best to try to help you reach your goal. Hey, John, I really appreciate it. And just really on the eve of John's anniversary, it is powerful to get to share a piece of my husband, John, who gave his life and, awesome. and just be surrounded by all of your listeners. So thanks for joining me on my journey um, to honor our nation's well, fallen heroes and to stand in support of our families. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. And I mean that sincerely. And again, thank you and all your family and, and just all the folks that you know that are affected by things like that. Uh, you know, our, our military uh, we appre- at least on this show, I know for a fact we we appreciate them greatly. We we honor them. We have them on on a routine basis and try to help out in these areas as much as we can. And and you are you guys are the backbone of our country. So thank you for what you're doing. Oh, that's so important. Thank you, John. You're very welcome, Lisa. Have a great evening. And again, folks, if you want to help her, wear blue. Run to remember. dot org. We'll have that up on our website again later tonight. As well, KNR Home Transitions is next, folks, and the ladies want to help you with whatever you've got going on real estate-wise. If you're a first-time buyer and you're looking to get into a home, if you're looking for maybe a way to move, uh, either a sideways move, up or down, maybe you want to you know transition down, transition up, whatever it is, it's KNR Home Transitions. That's why it's the name because you can transition anywhere you want to, and the ladies will help you. You get two realtors for the price of one: seven two zero four three seven eighty two ten. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com home 
Again, that's klzradio.com slash home, powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, Denver IT security is up next. Make sure that your network is secure. The people on your network are secure, whether they're working inside your building or outside. DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ or klzradio.com. You want to secure your business from cyber threats, but you don't want to make things more complicated for your employees. Memorizing more passwords, connecting to VPNs, learning new software, and disrupting their normal workflows, all of these can reduce your employees' productivity. Regain efficiency and enable your staff to do their work securely. The team at Denver ID Security can increase your business's security and improve employee productivity at the same time. Using the latest technologies, employees can connect securely from anywhere, planes, hotels, coffee shops, or home without effort. Passwords that don't need to be remembered, connections that automatically secure themselves, and safer browsing will enable employees to focus on their job, not technology. To learn more about how your business can run more securely and efficiently, contact John Kanata at denverITsecurity.com slash KLZ to schedule a free initial consultation. That's denverITsecurity.com slash KLZ. Your business is eating you away because it's eating your time away. John Rush with Rush Media Consulting can help you by turning your business into passive income. Time is energy and money, so set up your one-on-one Rush Media business consultation and ensure that your business runs itself. Otherwise, you just own a job. Chances are you're working too many hours. You need to preserve your valuable time because unlike money, you can't get it back. The longer you spend on the fence about what to do, the less time you have. Do not squander the precious moments you have with your family, doing things you love, and enjoying life. Your business is your living, so it should let you live. John Rush at Rush Media Consulting gives you the chance to take the value of your time seriously by making your business work for you. Email John Rush right now to set up a free business consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's J-O-H-N at rushtoreason.com or visit rushmediainc.com. All right, we are back. Welcome back. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Dr. Rebecca Jackson joining us now, and she's been with us before. So welcome back, Dr. Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Oh, it's always great. And uh, I said earlier as I opened up our uh, hour today, this first hour of, the, of our show, where we always do health and wellness on Wednesdays, talking about how our brain health is as important as the rest of our body. And I realize it all works in connection with each other, how healthy we are, you know, uh, physically, you know, as far as our body goes, it does help our brain. On the same token, we've got to keep our brain healthy to make sure the rest of our body stays healthy. I mean, it, it is all one big machine, but it does start in our brain, right? Absolutely. That was a great summary. <laughs> all right. So since it starts in our brain and you are with Brain Balance, your VP of Programs and Outcomes, and again, we've had you on many, many times. So we appreciate it. And sleep. We hear that all the time. I've even had other guests on before talking about sleep. And I know that there's not a, you know, quote unquote, cut and dried amount for every individual. So given that there's this range, how does a person know if and when they're getting enough sleep? You know, it's really personal feel, right? I think starting with a benchmark, knowing that our teams are still growing, still developing eight to 10 hours is that standard range. For adults, we can often get away with, you know, closer to that eight-hour range. Kids younger than our teens, it's more in that nine to 12-hour range. But looking to see how you or your kids are feeling and functioning. 
even if you're well rested, it can be hard to wake up in the morning. So that's not always the best benchmark. Oh, good point. But paying attention to mood, focus, productivity, all of those things tank when we're short on sleep. It does. So no, you're right. I mean, even our, you know, our, you, to your point, our overall health. Even I mean, I I know just from a personal basis when you're lacking sleep. You know, you've done that long car trip where you drove extra and you didn't get as much sleep the night before as you needed to. You know, you typically don't make good personal choices. You eat things you shouldn't. You know, you should never make any huge financial decisions at all doing things like that because the reality is it's most likely going to be wrong. Because frankly, you know this, your brain just isn't functioning as well as it should be. It's not. And, and if you notice yourself or loved one or child in a state of more negativity, more irritability, how rested are you is a really mm. great, easy place to start. Easy. Okay. I know, you know some people have a harder time sleeping than others, but it, it's a great place to start to say, when I'm well rested, my brain is going to tolerate the stress and challenges of life better. Okay. And we've got... As- as we all know, lots of kids going back to school on all levels from preschool, you know, kindergarten, elementary school, high school, college, even I've, I've looked at it, you know, all over social media and so on. And there's, but maybe just a few uh, schools that aren't in session right now. Most everything else has gotten fired up, which is different from when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you didn't go to school till the day after Labor Day. And then you, you were out by the time Memorial Day rolled around. But we live in a different world where school is a little longer than it used to be. Now, the question I had for you, I, tied this in on purpose when i was a kid we went to school at about i don't know i think school started i'm trying to remember it was an odd time uh rebecca but around 8 10 8 15 i want to say we started in the morning we got out at 3 30 every day has the hours because i don't know this i don't have young kids anymore my youngest is 30 has the school day and the length changed you know i guess i don't know the exact numbers for the change but certainly we have schools starting earlier we we're beholden to bus schedules that, you know, we only have so many buses, so many drivers right. to serve all of the different facilities in the district. And so oftentimes that scheduling is based on logistics rather than what's the healthy sleep pattern uh, and cycle for kids. So okay. we can't change that, but we can be really mindful of good, healthy sleep hygiene habits for our kids so that they can be successful within the environment that they're thrust into at this point. Point in, time. in my notes, and I know this is a big one, and even myself at times I have to remember this on my own because I can tend to, to be someone that probably doesn't get as much sleep as they should because my brain's just going 100 miles an hour all the time. We'll, we'll talk about that at some point here. But <laughs> you talk about how start a good sleep schedule. In other words, what time at night are you going to turn the lights off? And I think especially as families when you have young kids, that's a really important one. It is. And John, like you said, easier said than done, right? Yes. Say as you do, not as I, yes. you know what I'm trying to say. Yep. <laughs> good good habits. But, you know, in, in good habits as a family, really setting that example for your kids that you're doing it as well, knowing that a simple thing that we can do that isn't as simple as it sounds is technology turning off an hour before you're wanting to go to sleep. Okay. Our brain is really susceptible to light. So light that's being admitted from the television that's coming from our devices there's a blue light aspect to that that signals our brain it's time to wake up. And so if our teens are laying in bed scrolling through social media or gaming, it's going to be harder for their brain to wind down and fall asleep when they're going straight from technology to sleep. So I love encouraging teens and adults to not keep your devices right by your bedside because it's so easy when you're having a hard time falling asleep to lean over, grab that phone, check something quick, and before you know it, mm. it's been half hour, 45 minutes. 
And so your phones have a great mode called focus on iPhones where mm-hmm. you can do yep. set it so that your alerts and, and yep. the phones are not, not, not coming through. Yep. Great tool. So not pulling your attention, but then also move it away from your bed. And so whether it's out of the room, that to me is ideal, especially for um, you know, middle school, it's ideal for high school, but you might get more pushback there as well. But just getting that temptation out of the way and so that hour before bedtime is not technology, allowing your, your brain and body to slow down and prepare for sleep. Makes sense. The physical activity side of it, we again, we talked about that earlier even as we opened up where, yes, our physical activity, our body and so on has a lot to do with our brain, vice versa. So when we do physical activity, what effect does that have on our brain? makes our brain happy. There's endorphins and chemicals and hormones that are released when we exercise. And it also helps to absorb some of our stress hormones. So when you're feeling stressed or anxious, exercise is one of the best things you can do to lower your brain's perception of that stress and increase those happy, feel-good feelings. And it's also burning through energy, which can allow your body to help to then slow down to sleep at night. Okay. For those folks that, and we've got more to cover here, but for those folks that do struggle with, you know, they just have a lot going on or they're just, you know, I'll be honest, I'm one of those. My brain just typically doesn't shut off. My wife will even, you know, talk about that. She'll look at me at times and say, okay, what's, you know, what the, the, the you know, the, the gerbils are running, what's happening there in the old brain of <laughs> yours, you know, because she just knows me. And, and the reality is there are some of us where, you know, it's just, it's hard to not be thinking about something. And by the way, not talking about, you know, bad things and worry and stress, just, you know, hey, maybe it's what's going on tomorrow. Maybe it's a particular project you're working on. Maybe it's a, a an item you're, you're, you know, you're trying to, you know, help somebody else out on or something along those lines. How do you recommend to folks that they get that brain activity to slow down? I mean, outside of what you just talked about with good sleep and physical activity, there's still... I'm one of those where my brain's going to go 100 miles an hour no matter what. John, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. And something as simple as just writing it down, our brain will rehearse the things that's on our mind, our to-do okay. list for tomorrow, that thing that we forgot to do earlier today. Our brain, when it's not occupied, is going to do what I call scanning the horizon. It's going okay. to think ahead and worry about things to come. It's going to review things in the past. It's just going to scan the horizon, bouncing from topic to topic. It's normal, that's good, it's natural, but it can interfere with trying to fall asleep. And so doing something as simple as writing down what's on your mind Mm. allows you to get it down, to get it out, and then you don't have to worry about remembering it tomorrow because you've written it down. So whether you use a day planner or just keep, you know, post-it notes and a pen by your bed, um, not doing it in notes in your phone because we're trying to not have technology right there, just simply writing down what's on your mind can be a really simple but effective strategy to get that thought off your mind so you can move on and go to sleep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Again, we are Health and Wellness Wednesday, folks. And if you're just tuning in, maybe for the first time because of the Labor Day weekend uh, coming up, maybe some of you are even traveling through Colorado. If this is the first time you've heard us, you can listen to us online, by the way, klzradio.com. You can go listen to us on our website as well, reason.com But Dr. Rebecca Jackson with us right now. She's VP of Programs and Outcomes for Brain Balance. Let's talk now food, uh, Dr. Rebecca. And what I mean by that is caffeine specifically, because for a lot of folks, that's a big deal. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I don't know why this is, but I don't need caffeine in the mornings to get up and get going. I'm also one of those people that I can have a cup of coffee at 9 o'clock and go to bed a half an hour later. It's not a huge issue. I'm very 
I'm very fortunate that way, I guess, in a way. I mean, on some there, there's some mornings where it'd be nice if the caffeine actually did something. But for others that are not like me, where caffeine is a real huge stimulant, what do you recommend to them when it comes to caffeine intake? What's important to know about caffeine is when you consume it, when you drink it, the caffeine in your bloodstream is going to peak about an hour in. So if I were to have a cup of coffee right now at 5 o'clock Eastern right now, so by 6 o'clock is when the caffeine is going to be at the peak for me. Okay. And how long it affects each person is a little bit different depending on how quickly your body clears it. But on average, it takes six hours for your body wow. to clear half of wow. the amount of caffeine. Wow. So for me, I really try to not do caffeine past 2 or 3 p.m., so that I don't have that extra yeah, energy right. coursing through my system as I'm trying to quiet my brain, <laughs> quiet my thoughts, so that I can get a good night's sleep. Now, one thing that does, I think, affect me, and this is one thing I'm, I'm pretty careful in not having anyways, just because, you know, health-wise and so on, and I know all of the adverse effects of that, and that's the sugar end of things. And a lot of folks like that little sweet snack before they go to bed or they want a piece of cake or they want that cookie or they want whatever a bowl of ice cream you know whatever happens I mean, kids by the way are really bad about this and i you know what we've talked about this maybe briefly in the past i don't know we've ever really delved into it but i i'll be honest this is the first time i've really thought through this whole having sugar before you go to bed and it affecting your sleep and it makes total sense but i don't know if we've ever really talked about it i don't think we have either and you know it's just so good to know. I feel like as parents, it's our job to set our kids up for success. And there's so many unknowns and so many factors that play into a good night's sleep and being able to fall asleep. But knowledge is power. And so knowing some strategies and observing how does it affect your child, knowing that when we consume sugar, it alters our blood sugars, yeah. it, it alters our glucose. And that can have a disruption on our sleep at night. And so if you have a child that has a harder time quieting down and falling asleep at night or wakes up after they've been asleep, being really mindful of the sugars that you consume in the few hours leading up to bedtime can be a simple thing that can have a mm. huge difference. So sticking to the sugary snacks maybe more as an after-school treat. I'm not saying no treats, no sugars. We all love treats, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even as adults. But being mindful of the timing of that treat and keeping it um, to several hours prior to bedtime makes total sense. For better success. No, it makes total sense. One thing not in my notes, but I know this from interviewing other individuals over, you know, other doctors and such, over health experts and such over the time, over the you know, over the past, I should say, is, and this is a misconception for a lot of folks, I think, and that is alcohol. A lot of folks feel like, oh, I can have a little glass of wine. It'll settle me down. It'll help me go to bed. Or I'll have this little drink or that drink. And that's going to help me settle down. And I'll one wine and my brain will slow down and I'll be able to sleep. That may be the case initially. But what I know from talking to other experts, and I want to get your opinion on this, is once that wears off, typically then you're just rewired again. And several hours later, two, three hours later, you're just awake again. And sometimes it's even worse then than it would have been if you hadn't had it at all. Am I right? You are right, and if you're ever unsure of how it's impacting yourself, I tell you, tracking your sleep with the devices and technology that they have out there right now between an Apple Watch yep. or the Aura Ring, yep. I'm, not, I'm not representing any of those companies, but it's fascinating to watch how those things impact you, and it impacts you from a couple of different regards, a blood sugar aspect of that. So if you enjoy wine in the evening, just like having a cupcake before bedtime, it's altering your blood sugar yep. level, which will have that greater tendency to wake you up a little bit later. You're also going to have a harder time getting into that deep sleep. So even if you lay in bed for eight to 10 hours, 
you may find yourself after a weekend if you've had cocktails, you know, Friday and Saturday night feeling really exhausted come Sunday is there's less likelihood to go into that deep restorative sleep. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Back to brain balance and the things that you guys do. We do need to exercise our brain, and I know we're running out of time, but I want to make sure I get this in. You guys give folks the ability to exercise, literally exercise the brain, help keep it healthy, uh, you know, allow it to do the things that it was intended to do, which I'm a big believer. The more we exercise it, the better we are overall. What programs do you have? How do folks find you? And give us a, a little bit of an insight into that real quick. We've got Brain Balance Centers located right there um, throughout Denver. We're located all across the country, and we have programs that you can do from home. And we're the leading program to design to enhance cognition and emotional well-being. We're able to strengthen networks and pathways in the brain that help make us more resilient to stress and change, to better tolerate life stress, to do better with attention and focus. And we do it through a really specialized, specific program, working with both kids and adults. So I was just going to say, you can, for all of you listening, you might have a child where you feel, hey, this would be great for them. You have programs tailored to each age group, including adults, right? We do. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Dr. Rebecca Jackson, again, VP of Program and Outcomes for Brain Balance. As always, it, every time you're on, I learn something. I always, when I see your name come up, I'm always, you know, all right, I've got to get her on the show because I always learn something myself. And I know if I do, other people listening do as well. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm just thankful you join us on a routine basis and, you know, great program you guys have. And I just appreciate your time ever so much. Thank you. See you soon. You bet. Have a great night. And that's Dr. Rebecca Jackson. Again, it's called Brain Balance. You've heard me talk about it before. You can go check it out online. I'll have the link up tonight. Again, we'll have that in our notes, and you can see that later tonight on our website. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next, folks. And at Extreme, they want to help you with everything automotive related. So, folks, again, if you're trying to buy a used car, have it inspected first. If you're having a problem with your current car, if you want to have some maintenance done, if you're looking to buy tires before winter hits, you name it, they can help with any or all of the things that I just mentioned. Extreme Auto Repair. Find them at klzradio.com or 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. All right, up next, it is Group Insurance Analyst. Everything that we have needs to be insured. That includes yourself with health insurance, your business, your home, your auto, you name it. Group Insurance Analyst can help you with any or all of those needs. E-GIA.com, 303-423-0162. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance. 
and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is a qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premiums. All right, Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. I saw him today right before I came on air because uh, he's here right before I come on air from 2.30 to 3 o'clock with his own show. Michael Bailey Law, mobile estate planning. Find him at klzradio.com. Michael Bailey talks about the darkness of facing a life or death situation up front so you and your family don't need to worry about it later. He does everything in his power to make it less scary while teaching you what you need to know about end-of-life and crisis scenarios. Unfortunately, you're either prepared or you're not. There is no middle ground. So you should be involved now in who gets to make the big decisions about what happens to you later when you aren't able. Michael Bailey helps you understand what you need in your estate plan and why, doing everything in his power to take the fear out of it. You want to be prepared for how an unplanned situation could affect your loved ones, even though it's hard to think about now. In the long run, you and your family will be well prepared and more confident about the unforeseen. Mobile estate planning from Michael Bailey means you don't need to dwell on the what-ifs. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation at klzradio.com estate today. All right. Up next, we have Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. I've actually had those guys out to my house today. Had a couple of things AC-wise that I wanted to get taken care of. Yeah, before summer ends. Why? Because I'm that guy. I don't want to wait till next year to get it done. I want to get it taken care of now. And they did that. Great guys, by the way. I always love having them out. And uh, they're as just as wonderful to work with as anybody I could ever talk about. And I mean that sincerely. Call them today at 720-526-0231. It pays off to be cool when you make an investment with a quiet, cool fan system. You keep the heat away and get your money back in energy savings. You get a return on your energy efficiency when you get a quiet, cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air that pays for itself with how much money you can save. Quiet, cool systems save you between 50 and 90 percent on your air conditioning costs. The motor inside works efficiently to pull hot, stuffy air out of the house and replace it with clean, fresh air. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, whole house fans, including your new quiet cool, are the most energy efficient way to cool your home. With the energy savings from your quiet cool installation done by the experts at Absolute, you'll be paying yourself back for years to come. Invest in energy efficiency now. Call today at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Lastly, I've got just a couple of minutes here that I wanted to share that there are studies showing 90% of Americans don't get enough vitamin E. E, 
not D or C or some of the other things that we talk about with Dr. Uh, you know, Dr. Kelly Victory on Thursdays, but vitamin E. And that comes from either their diets or the vitamins that they take. And vitamin E is an antioxidant. It quietly protects our cells from the oxidative damage caused by chemicals that are formed naturally when we convert food to energy. The consequences of oxidative damage unchecked by vitamin E include accelerated aging, deterioration of vision, and a higher risk of diseases such as cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's. So we talked, opened the show up today talking about things that you can do to prevent cancer. And that article, by the way, had nothing at all in it about vitamin E. All it was really talking about was the fact that the earth is overpopulated and cities should do everything they possibly can to spread more folks out and, 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 and not giving you any real ideas of what to do to fight off cancer. Here's an answer. Vitamin E. Now, I would not tell you how many milligrams of this to take because I'm not a doctor and, and I'm not going to. We'll have the article up that you can read. This is actually in Axios, which is a left-leaning website. It's a left website, probably the best way to say it. It's not even leaning. It's a left website. It's like the hill, only worse. And again, I'm not going to tell you how much to take because I think each one of these is individual. And even Dr. Kelly's always said, in a lot of cases, you know, you really need to get some blood work up and find out where you're at, where your deficiency's at, and so on, before you really start doing anything supplement-wise. But, you know, frankly, I don't know the, the um, repercussions of too much vitamin E. In fact, I don't even know if it's one of those, uh, you know, vitamins that you can even get too much of. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to say one way or the other. This is something you'll have to go figure out on your own. What I'm saying is there are now studies that are showing a lack of vitamin E, and it contributes to a lot of those diseases I mentioned a moment ago. In this article, it does say that you can take too much vitamin E and it can be toxic at very high levels. Now, what is that? This article says daily cap is around 1,000 milligrams. So I'm guessing that a high level would be two or three times that amount. So you would most likely be safe if you kept things under that 1,000 milligrams. But again, don't take my word for it. I'm not a doctor. Never wanted to be a doctor. Still don't want to be a doctor. And this article does say, consult your doctor. Vitamin E supplements can't have negative interactions with treatments and medications, including chemotherapy and anti-collagens. So if you're on some of those types of drugs, and I, really any of you before you start any kind of a vitamin regimen should consult with someone uh, that's a professional to make sure that you're doing that in the correct manner. But I thought this was an interesting article that tied into what I opened up with about cancer because this one actually does give you some answers as to what to do to fight off cancer. And again, somebody that you know lost my brother to cancer, I, I want to do everything I possibly can to keep that at bay. And I think most of you listening want to do exactly the same thing. All right, Richard Battle is going to join us here at the top of the next hour. When tested, hang tough. We'll be right back. Hour three or hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.